0: holy shit <laughs> what is the purpose of these chats <laughs> oh, i went down a rabbit hole last night with some research i was doing i was going to mention some of that but basically to help you improve your life my friend we're going to give you some great and easy to use advice in five easy steps so you can fix up your fucked up life in the most easiest and simplest way so you don't have to do the hard work and the research that we've already done. bleach
1: That's perfect. I feel I've said it better myself. Mm-hmm. Stone, stone. Anyone watching this? Just listen to two of us talking. We're just talking our stories, our experiences, backgrounds, our beliefs, perspectives and everything around that. Uh, whatever you can take, positive or negative, well, our goal is of course positive. Whatever you can take of it and use it in your own life. Give us feedback, ask us questions, tell us what you want us to talk about more. To talk about real life, real struggle, real situation, real people. I don't know know about you, brother, but I want
0: people to take away all the fucked up shit from me and say, well, that fucked Dan's life up, but I'm going to give it a shot. See how it goes for me. I want to hear those stories. (laughs) (laughs) They they probably won't make it to tell you them stories. (laughs) No, you won't. Uh, But I mean, that's why I spoke to my old man this morning. Uh, He's actually in Melbourne and... He's like, how's things? Like how's the DFP? Like how's uh, what you do? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck dad, it's hell. Like <laughs> having to deal with people's darkness every fucking day and given the state of the world and given the state of our hometown, Melbourne, yeah, it's quite challenging. Anyway, how are you? <laughs> uh, he's like, fuck, that doesn't ha- sound great. And am like, is great. It's what I chose to do, but just challenging.
1: Yeah. How do you deal with that then? You know trying mm-hmm. to trying to trying to live your own life with power and purpose and, and, and positivity and being happy in what you do at the same time you're in that darkness where you were before in the past, but you're just working with the men now that are struggling in that darkness. And you know, of course it's difficult it's a very difficult thing to do. What is it that makes you Say to yourself, you know what? This is my purpose and I do have to keep doing this. Way.
0: You asked two very interesting questions There is the question, what do I do to make sure that I'm okay to keep doing what I do? Or why do I do it? Yeah. Well, what's the question? Well, both. Well, I don't want to answer one of them, so I'll answer the second one. <laughs> Uh, well, actually, no, I don't really want to answer that either. You pushed me to my boundaries, man.
1: Uh, oh, stop.
0: Well, now that you mention it, after this, uh, I'm going to jump on my motorbike. I'm going to ride up a mountain somewhere. I'm going to watch the sunset. I'm going to ride in my journal. Mm, I am. And I do that for me. I do that okay. because that I love to ride. I like sunsets. And journaling is part of helping me control my ever crazy mind. So that's one of the things that I do. And I used to drink beers and I have a friend fighting in Bangkok today. I used to uh, drink and watch the UFC and that would get me all motivated. (laughs) My, I'm I'm gonna be fucking, I'm gonna be one of those guys or what what a great afternoon with all my friends who I don't really speak to anymore that I used to do that with. Like I said about rationalizing everything that you do, although I woke up broke, hungover, and with absolutely no direction on a Monday, I did that every Sunday for quite some time because I loved, or at least I thought I did, I loved drinking past the point of no return and watching UFC and hanging around with other dead shits doing the same thing because I thought that's what I was living for. In a sense, but I was actually escaping living by doing that.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. That I mean, there's such a high percentage of our society, right, of men who just they just do things to escape the reality of their life. Things like on that side
0: in? of the world, like you said, scenario, very familiar to you.
1: Over here, like.
0: Yeah, it's Sunday or when it is Sunday or when it is Sunday afternoon. Sunday is there Wednesday men afternoon. watching fights? Is there men hammering beers like is that pretty standard?
1: Yeah, I mean I mean that's just one one occasion, one situation that you put at, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's there's many there's many situations like that for I I'm not around anymore to see any of that. Cause that was, oh, how path, much can you shift me. that
0: situation though? So it sounds like different things. So oh, we weren't watching fighting Dan. We were watching the football. Thank you very much. Okay. Oh, we weren't yeah, drinking like- beers. We were drinking rum and Coke. Thank you, Dan. Where a was more yeah, sophisticated yeah, yeah. than that. Okay. Cool. Well, same thing.
1: <laughs> well, being like, I grew up 12 years in Ireland, you know, Saturday, Sunday, you're out in the pub, you know, you're, you're having points. You're, you're having a bag of cocaine, you know, that's your weekend. And then Monday morning, (laughs) (laughs) depending on how many people there
0: is, (laughs) Yeah.
1: and then Monday morning you wake up uh, thinking, my God, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday just went in a split second. I don't remember most of it, but now I have to go to work. I hate my fucking life. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And I mean, how many, I know many men that live like that with a wife, with kids. And you're looking at their kids and you're kind of like, you know, I feel sorry for these kids because that was me when I was growing up and a lot of my friends when we were growing up and look what's happening to us. I'm speaking, I was still back in, in, in my old life on the streets, doing what, not being around certain people, you know, Mm -hmm. living the, the life where I was lost, no purpose, no power, no real dream, you know, an 18 year old man, I'm a man now, right? I'm 18 by law, but I felt like a scared five year old kid. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it, it just made me think when you said way way to that, uh, your
0: life. if I have kids, like I'll straighten out or if I have kids, I'm now a man. And I just thought about my own life and I just thought about, uh, as you said, you look at, you've looked at kids in that scenario I was trying to think of when I've been around that scenario, and I was like, ah, I was probably that kid too. Ah, that's not ideal. Not my parents, but the parents that are at the pub watching the UFC or are watching the football are getting annihilated and coming home. There's fucking kids there. I wouldn't call that man a man. Well, not a fucking good one anyway.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, even the whole point of this podcast is for a man to watch and be like, realize, you know, what the fuck am I doing? You know, even before you have kids and especially if you have kids, you're kind of like, you have to look at yourself. And, yeah. I mean, you have to create a version of yourself, make yourself realize that, <laughs> As a nice way as I can put this, you're just a piece of shit. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what no. it
1: felt like for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was, was kind of like, I'm a fucking piece of shit. Like what the fuck am I doing with my life here? You know what I mean? Nothing going for me. I mean, I'm 18, but I'm thinking that way. Yeah. Shit, I could have I been 30 or 40 thinking that way. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't matter what age we are. But if you get to the point of, being aware of what the fuck is going on in life, and being like, you know what, I need, I need to do something about my shit because this is not a way to live. And that's the, the whole thing; point it's of-
0: very hard to look at that truth. Like, how did you come to that realization? I'm a piece of shit.
1: I mean, when you live, when you live in pain for so long, right? What choice do you have? You have a, you have a choice to keep living the same way, or Seek something better. Seek for pleasure, right? That's not a
0: trick question, is it? Like, what choice do you have? You have an infinite number of choices, but that's the fucking thing. Like, that was part of what you asked me. Why do I do this? (sighs) Oh, it took me a little while to find the answer myself. (laughs) I'm like, why do I do this? Because these men who choose to stay there, they are seeking guidance, they are looking for the answer, even though that's the answer. They're a piece of shit and they're choosing to be one. It took someone like me to be able to say, hey, fuckhead, you're asking for help from me because of what I'm just telling you, You're choosing to be a piece of shit.
1: And I that mean, that's
0: an a, easy conversation to have with a man. So it's a good thing I mean, because yeah. if they're going to say or do anything, they generally have a good think about it. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and when, when that
1: conversation does happen, you have two choices. Then people living in pain or you seek pleasure. And I'm talking about long term pleasure, not the pleasure that we use a substance or whatever it is to, to numb ourselves for short term pleasure. But, what we should be all aiming for is the long-term pleasure, which is. Well, I see it say. this way because
0: I don't like to fool people and I don't like men to fool themselves. What do I mean by that? When I said I didn't, or well, it's not that I didn't want to, but I entertained the idea of not doing this or not recording something and just enjoying quality time with you, mate. Mm, true story. But there's no benefit to the guys that we're going to do this for. So I really had to think about how tired are you, Dan? Or you continuously talk about not liking small talk. How much small talk do you want to make? <laughs> yeah. I thought, yeah, just fucking just do it. Because it's, it's your collection of your choices.
1: Yeah, it's always two sides of the of the decision, right? Yeah, I mean, we're always saying what we're saying but. I mean, that is not always going to be us, like 100%, like we're fucking cheese walking on water. You know what I mean? That ain't going to be us. We're not perfect. Like you said in the previous episode.
0: Yeah. I didn't choose Three. to be perfect. I just chose to start going to the gym. I chose to try and cut down my drinking. I chose to work out Is what it is that I actually wanted, work out how I'm going to do it. And I decided to... Includes Saturday and Sunday as part of the days where I'll do things, i.e. it needs to be your whole life, not just Monday to Friday. You're, just, you're a collection of your choices. As a very, very successful, self-made friend of mine, we used to live together, we are broadcast trainers. You're a collection of your choices, has a tattooed on his ribs. Now extremely successful by every means of the word just from changing his choices.
1: I say the same thing. We men live with the decisions we make or the decisions we don't make. And that's the two sides of the story. We live with the decisions we make or the decisions we don't make.
0: I want to uh, mention this just while it's on the top of my mind, because I'll forget it in about 30 seconds. So, I was thinking about all the questions that I get asked and thinking about all the questions that I get asked and speaking to you is really only the time when I get to answer them or want to answer them without offending people in my kitchen. Where do I start, Dan? Where do I start? Well, where would you start? Me? Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna ask someone who hasn't been there. I've done it. What the fuck are you gonna tell me?
1: <laughs> well, again. If I have to say, we are the man of the decisions we make or we don't make, right? So you kind of have to look at it both ways. What is it that the decisions I'm making right now that you you fucking know? The second you're going to ask yourself a question, what are decisions I'm making right now, I made yesterday, that would just had no benefit in my life. No,
0: no, what, whoa, before that, before that, before you even get to that. <laughs>
1: So we repeat the question again, because I thought I was answering the question.
0: <laughs> you are, but you're thinking as you think now.
1: I'm thinking right, 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 as right. like,
0: I'm a, I'm a fucking dead shit loser looking at these guys thinking, I want something they have, but can't do shit. Just understanding that that's a choice.
1: Yeah, yeah, Like that yeah, fucking no, mind
0: blowing, getting your mind over like that psychological barrier that Even if you were to sit there doing absolutely fucking nothing, which you most likely will be doing, you can control your thoughts. Closest thing I can give you to an example you know how you bitch about your ex wife and everything is her fault and etc. Just don't think about that for 10 minutes. Think about what you would like to do tomorrow. Think about your favorite moment in your life. Think about where you would like to be in 10 years. Think about what you could do right now, apart from being a fucking loser who doesn't accept that he can think whatever he wants. Not easy, and sometimes you forget to do it, but your life right now isn't easy, and you forget to do most things that you meant to do anyway. Yeah. That's kind of what I was getting at.
1: Yeah. No, I understand you right now.
0: And that's Just what I forget my, because I've been on this journey for 10, 15 years and it's Yeah. Although I am from Frankston, thank fucking God, I don't think, live and act all the time like I'm from Frankston.
1: Yeah. To put myself back in the position where I was hard, isn't it? It's hard. Yeah. Four years ago. And, and, and since you said it, when you really, you said that little part about, you know, think what you want to do and where you want to be in 10 years and, and, and don't think of, you know, your wife what she, and stuff like that. It made me think, and I think this is the basic, this is the start for all men, for all people, whatever you're thinking of, where you are right now is the result of what you're thinking of. So if you try to think the opposite, of what you're thinking of, I can guarantee you, you'll you get way more out of it than where you are right now. Especially if you know you're in the shit, if this is going out to all the men who are in the shit, you're in the shit because of your way of thinking. So if you just try to think the opposite way of what you're thinking, you know, you have your negative, think positive. Be aware of your thoughts, try to really be aware of your thoughts. And the uh, awareness about everything you can, else. You can do better.
0: You can do better than that. I don't want them to just think the opposite. I want to fucking flip the entire motherfucking script and then paint something even better than just the opposite. Like what I get people to do because I was a fucking idiot. Believe it or not. I was a fucking idiot. Like failed high school, expelled from high school, no idea what the fuck I was doing, but I had a pretty fucking amazing uh, I was almost like Picasso in my fucking mind. Like I could see and feel myself doing more than what I was doing. And that was the very thing that started me because I could see it already done, which you can too, feel free to try it. You can too, like just start painting some shit up there instead of what you already painted now. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with that instead of just opposite.
1: But you see, you had the awareness. What you just said, you had the awareness of that in your mind. I was the same. I had that awareness. So how do we bring that awareness? I've actually been on the
0: phone to hundreds and hundreds of men and said that same sentence. Like, what are you thinking about right now? Shit. Well, define shit in a few more words. Oh, I'm thinking about how my partner left me and my kids hate me. Okay. Well. Let's just not think about that, Jeff. Uh, where would you like to be in twelve months? Say, I actually want to work with you, and you actually commit to doing something for once in your life. Where would you like to be in twelve months? Oh, I don't know. I'm going worst-case scenario. Not all this bad, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I gave like everything. So Shut up! I know it's hard. I know you're scared. Shut up! Like just. For once in your life, you now have the permission to think about something that you want. Oh, I'd kind of like, I want to be an accountant or I want to be a mechanic. I don't know, just some general job or something. I don't know. We all have different passions. Like it's cool, whatever. I want to do this. Why haven't you done that? I don't know. Well, let's say in 12 months, I call you and I say, hey, Did you commit to doing this thing? And let's say, I'm just gonna use an accountant as an example, did you become an accountant and you moved to the north side of the country because it's a bit warmer and you moved on, like your ex-wife is your ex-wife for a reason, you found a better wife and she made you a better man, you become a better man, you're an accountant, you've got a healthy relationship, you're on the north side of the country, your kids actually respect you now, how does that feel? And then kind of clicks around a little bit. Feels pretty good. Would you say you kind of feel pretty good right now versus having done nothing? Yeah, I do. Isn't that interesting, motherfucker? You, you feel good. Yeah, you feel good just from like th- I had to paint some shit for you, but you okay. feel good from seeing that. Imagine actually doing it. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. This is not mind-blowing shit. Like, get the job you want. Move like a little bit north. Like, not be in a shit relationship. Like, not mind-blowing shit. Can I do that? Sure. Like, you do at least one or two of them. Then fucking out probably. See you go. I think,
1: to be honest, Joe, I think most men are just we as men, right? Let's just talk about us for a minute. Where is the courage? Where is the courage? Do you know what I mean?
0: Funny we're you that
1: word. We're just afraid to. We have no courage. Do you know what I mean? And the reason why we have no courage is because everything that we're fucking doing in our life, we never done anything with courage. So how the fuck are you supposed to have it if you never did it? You never used your courage. I personally think, and you probably agree that. When you keep using courage over and over again, it just becomes a normal thing. Oh, I'm afraid. I'll just go with it anyway. Do you know what I mean? It becomes your normality. But if you're living in fear, no courage, then you're going to keep on living that way. But if you just cross over that other line, you you do. Listen, do whatever the fuck you want. Whatever, whatever gets you to, to build up that courage. Do it. See how it feels. I can guarantee you, when you cross that line, you face that fear, you'll you have the courage to do it. Whatever it is, the second time it's going to be easier. Mm-hmm. You're going to be looking forward to it more, and you're going to know how to handle it better because you just did it already.
0: I think it's the importance of how you label things courage and fear. I mean, most men can get their head around those words, and I think it's very important. I never thought I'd be teaching men how to use their fucking words better. But here we are. I mean, given the craziness this fucking year, it's somehow made a lot of sense. But when I said to you, or when I was going to say to you, rain mate," or like, I need to ride my motorbike now and not in an hour, like whatever the fuck I was thinking, instead of saying like, oh, I need to do this right now, I'll do it later or oh, burn out," or I'm tired or whatever. What are you afraid of if you do this? Like, what's the worst thing that's gonna happen? Nothing in this case. Well then do it, fuckhead, like, that's not so hard. But let's say, asking that person out that you like, or trying to get that job, or in Melbourne's sake, imagine leaving the house because you have the right to do so, <laughs> yeah. honor, government i just kept the pushing risk. the boundaries. you just keep pushing the boundaries like you would know yeah. that from um uh, an interesting kind of life like you don't have a choice at times
1: yeah yeah but like you know asking that girl for a date find a new job you know starting that that you know your gym membership starting to work on your your mental health you know working on an addiction these are these are things that are—they're not I mean, really. i going to throw under the
0: bus a little bit. How would you meet your partner? How would you meet Linda?
1: How I met Linda? Yeah. <laughs> well, I was a personal trainer. She's an she's a bikini competitor. There's only one place where we can meet. <laughs> In the gym.
0: And what was so, that moment of psychological fear where it's like, oh, I need to take action? Where you were you kind of were, you're on each other's radar. At what point did you do something?
1: Yeah, this is going out for absolutely everybody who's ever thought about asking a girl out on a date so, or, you know, you you, know, you like somebody, but you never had the courage to do it. Up to that point, I can put my hands down and I can, I can confidently say, and not be embarrassed about it, up to that point, well, she's pretty hot, right. mate.
0: If, if you want a reference point, go look at Mandis' girlfriend's uh, Instagram. She's pretty hot. So, I mean, that makes it, sense. And she it, fixed up your her fucking life. So, you going to be a little it's better.
1: <laughs> it's better not to go search her up. Or if you do, give her a follow. Give me a follow also. Don't be a dick, okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, up to that point, I never had to use my courage as much as asking Linda. I know that's why I what, asked you this question. What, what her name is? And no, it's a really good question, Dan, because imagine I was 21 years old. I already got my qualifications. I started my business. That was already a big courage in my life. You know, I already took a big risk to start my own business and to work mm. on myself and, 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 and work on my addictions and, and to work on my environment. and Cut, you know, the, my, cut
0: you know, the shit. Cut to the chase. How did you ask her out? We
1: were in the gym. I was training, I was doing actually some ab exercises. Doing bicep
0: curls, if you like
1: that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was doing some so, so ab curls. Linda, from now and now, she wasn't in a good space in her life at that time. She comes yeah. into the gym, she always, she told me she always, because I was new in this gym, so I didn't know myself around the way. But it, it, it was this, this was our old gym, so she always does the exact same things, you know. This is her normal habits in the gym. She comes in, not in good space. She goes into the corner of the gym that she always goes to to kind of get ready, you know, put your ear headphones on, do some stretches. And I was in that corner doing ab exercises. Thank you, Lord. All right, Linda's there. I'm doing my ab exercises, I can feel that she's not even like kind of noticing me. I can feel that she's like in her own world. But at the same time, I'm telling myself, she's standing beside me because she wants me to say hi to her. And that wasn't even the case. I later on found out that Linda didn't even notice me. So I was right with the first feeling. But the second one I created, I basically said, oh, she's standing beside me because she wants me to say hi to her. And As I felt, she was there beside me for maybe about two, three minutes. And as I felt, she was about to walk away. During them two, three minutes, it was a battle within myself to have the courage to say hi to her and ask what her name is. And it was like, Was it more, there
0: was this hot chick standing next to you who you've noticed many times before, or at least that time specifically, and you needed a reason to speak to her. Like, is that more accurate, I think? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you could say um, that. I I definitely had a reason. <laughs> more that's, than that's one. What I'm saying. And, well, that's all, that's indeed. You need a reason. Like you rationalize whatever you want, and whatever you rationalize is valid if you accept it. And,
1: and Linda will make always fun of me for this. As she was about to leave. I jumped off the floor and I, and I said, I didn't even say hi. I said, right, So you were pan- such
0: a fucking bitch. You waited till she was going to leave. And you're like, Fuck, I can't <laughs> miss this. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> uh, just, as just as she was about to leave, I pulled the trigger. I jumped up off the floor. And, and this yeah, is and just automatically it. fucked it. She's like, I, you just <laughs> came running off the bike. You forgot your <laughs> towel. <laughs> it's in my hand. Well, anyway, hi. <laughs>
1: To quote Linda, she said, "You asked me what my name was as if you were about to die, like, and you were never gonna see me again." That's how panic I was. Yeah, I, can I was see like, what I was like, I didn't. I don't even guys said hi. I said, I just said, "What's your name?" <laughs> I <Yeah. didn't> like. <laughs> I was like, "Please stay here and talk to me." <laughs> yeah.
0: Spoiler alert, though. Like, you get married pretty soon, so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it crazy. Yeah, I
1: mean, I mean, Linda was like so many men's were coming up to me and just saying some bullshit or, or, you know, some men's obviously just had a very, Oh, men will do that. All right. Yeah. That sounds about right. But she said, all you asked was, what's your name? And it was like, Linda, what's your name? And that's how the conversation started. Do you know what I mean? Like, So no one said to her, have you got a map? Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm lost in your eyes. (laughs) Well, we have. We have many maps now. <laughs>
0: yeah. So yeah, no, good question, Dan. you always bring the questions up. I know that was uncomfortable for you. And I know That's you okay. weren't expecting me to say that, but that pretty much nailed everything we needed to speak about on the head. Like, where do I start? How do you do it? Like you start off with understanding you're free to walk over that hot girl. But if you yeah. do, you better fucking have something to say. What do I say? You'll figure it out. And if it doesn't work, you didn't figure it out.
1: Yeah, but don't say something stupid. Something like simple, hi, what's your name can be just a
0: start. Well, I don't know. Cause you could take a look at my life and it's like, why is your cat called Stephen Phillips? That's stupid. Well, I guess I'm just stupid living the life the way that I want to, but I mean, it's not for everyone. <laughs> yeah, suits so you. Because there's plenty of things that I would reference as stupid from my past life that, uh, you could continue doing totally up to you. But for the most part, most of the shit I do, although it takes courage and and a lot less fear than uh, most men are usually able to deal with. It started off just like you, like desperately saying, what's your name? Has this job been filled? How do I get over here? How do I figure this out? Like that's basically what I've done. I just asked people that had what I wanted. It's pretty easy to understand concept. I mean, scary as fuck, no guarantees, hard, costs a lot of money. Uh, Did I mention scary? You'll get laughed at, rejected, fail more times than you can imagine. But you might end up with a hot wife. I think
1: anytime you ask somebody for, you know, whatever it is, some feedback on on, on, on what they have or what they're doing that you want, I think that person is always going to give you respect. I know for me personally, I have a lot of people reaching out to me and, you know, because everyone knows I'm a full-time trader. Everyone's, everyone's reaching out to me asking me about the parks because a lot of people know me also, you know, I was a personal trainer on the gym floor just a couple of years ago. Yeah, and now yeah, I'm a full-time things people trader. Two want, money
0: and fitness, like... Yeah, you yeah, get a and, lot of messages
1: and but exactly they but they see me transition completely from the whole health and fitness industry into this this kind of what we call financial industry right mm. and they're reaching out to me asking me what's this whole forest thing about you know what do you do how you do it and first of all I say you know what thanks for reaching out because I don't you not say that that's- <laughs> 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 I, 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 try- <laughs> I try to say that <laughs> not always <laughs> But I say, yeah, thanks for le- reaching out to me. Like I understand because when I wanted something, I reached out to people and asked them questions and most of them. I get, it.
0: Me- I get it the same way that you get it, but you probably think at least I like to think that you do, you think a few steps ahead of what they actually want. Like, yes, we all want money, freedom, a six pack, a hot wife or- like whatever the fuck you want, I don't know. Like whatever you, like, we all want those things, but I seem like I have to clarify this. Even when you know how to do it, it's still incredibly fucking hard. And 90% of men won't do it. I'm gonna take a wild guess. Most of you are in the 90%. Here's the thing though, you get to choose by actually doing the damn thing. You got to accept that though. I don't want to be a loser. I don't want to live like this anymore. That's, it. That's what I said when I changed. I don't want to live like this anymore. It's shit.
1: Yeah, me too,
0: yeah. But I've said that about five or six times as my life progresses to different levels of uh, understanding and living in quality. It's like, cool, well, this is good, but I'm kind of overwatching UFC now and drinking beers oh, I don't look like this anymore.
1: Yeah. I think the hardest part is always start. It's just how it is. Especially if, you know, you're you're, you're afraid of the own now. It's just not. But, again, you have to build up the courage. Here's the fucking thing, though. Everyone
0: starts Monday morning. Everyone starts New Year's Day. It's doing it all the fucking time. I mean... I know that sounds hard and like a lot, but here's the thing, like you're alive all the fucking time. So yeah. <laughs> I, what, I don't, when you, what, are you like concerned that it's Monday tomorrow or do you have any like negativity towards Monday tomorrow? No. no. I, I, know. Prob- I have a little bit, but I think it's actually because of past conditioning and everyone else yeah. kind of hates it, but I like, I really don't care. I mean, if you feel like that today, that's a pretty good indicator something is way out of whack. Yeah. Or not right for those of you who aren't Australia. Sorry to keep interrupting you. There's a mad fucking lag on
1: this. (laughs) For me personally, for, for Mondays is like, I just know before I used to get a bit of anxiety, it's Monday. And even now I still get a bit of anxiety. It's Monday because you know, you're a bit worried about certain things or whatever it is that you're doing in your life, right? Um,
0: Would you say you're more excited on how much fucking money you're going to make in your great life, with your hot life? Like, you're just like, so nervous about how great it's going to be? <laughs> yes.
1: Oh. I am excited. I'm very excited about that. But I wasn't joking. I like that's, I, no, you're... no, no. It's it's a great question for men to understand. I am very excited about to make money this week. I am very excited to get married in two weeks. But... There's a lot of fucking work that I have to put in, you know what I mean there's a lot of hard work that I have to put in i don't just like a fucking machine robot sit on my laptop and trade it and, and every every and day a machine. Call it
0: terrible <laughs> <legends>. <laughs>
1: you know but I'm excited of course i'm excited, but there's always I'm in a process of where I'm my own life where'm I constantly have to work on myself like yourself and we don't come from the life that we could have dreamed of. We come from from nothing. We come from the dark world, and you know what? Sometimes when you do come from that world, it does require you to work on yourself on a daily
0: basis. No, not, not me, so man. I've got to- white privilege, you know that. Look at me. I've got white privilege. I've never worked a fucking day in my life. <laughs> yeah, I almost That's said that without I- smiling. <laughs>
1: But I'm very excited for this week. I'm always very excited, but I get more excited when I'm in. There's the no point in experience. you
0: saying it, though, because so many men are watch. I kind of joked about it because it would be a fucking joke to some people. They're like, oh, I could never be like that. Oh yeah, of course, you're excited about that life. But look at mine. Go back and rewatch this again if you're saying that at this stage. But. You're a collection of your choices, as I mentioned, and your choices have led you to Resenting Monday.
1: Yeah. If you're not excited about your life, I mean, that's just an indicator to you that, and listen, we don't have to be excited every single hour of the day. We don't have to be excited every single day. But I mean, if you're not getting some excitement, you know, a bit of butterflies or some positivity coming out of your, your, your heart about what you're about to do this week or something, it's kind of like,
0: well, I've said this on a few lives, which I think concerns the people. They're like, oh, are you okay, Dan? I am, thanks for asking, after 10 years. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, like, I, I deal with so much darkness, not just in uh, what I do, but just from my own life. I mean, emotions are cycles, life is a cycle. There's day and yeah. night, there's black and white, there's good and bad. Some days I feel like shit. I don't know why some days I do know why some days are incredibly hard. I'll probably have many more. Hmm. That's the good news, but I've just learned to deal with it and i become it and at the very least manage it in a much better way. And then, Oh, if I was you, I'd probably be fucking happy too. No, you wouldn't. Cause you have to deal with the darkness that I do. So you probably wouldn't last a week. But that's also why I'm me so my own life has conditioned me my mind keeps me sharp because if i don't do the journaling and the meditation and all the things then i mean it comes back tenfold find myself not only hating monday but every day <laughs> uh, so i don't want that so you gotta keep you gotta keep doing it like there's there's something that you need to accept you got to keep doing it i mean the, how you said, you need to start. Well, starting and stopping Monday to Friday, two days when you feel like it, it's just as fucking bad as never starting.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, just start. DFP is a great place to start.
0: Oh, it right. is a great place, but leave your feelings at home if you do contact me or want to work with me. Yeah. Like you'll get everything well- you want, in ways you couldn't even imagine. You'd live a life that you never thought you'd even paint in your mind because you don't do it, teach you how to do it and then actually bring it into reality.
1: What percentage of all the DFP members that you've worked with and even current clients, what percentage of them would you say have traumatic life experiences since childhood? Oh
0: shit, that's a fucking upbeat question. Uh, well, again, it's the use of the word. Like everyone has trauma these days. Everyone's doing it hard. <laughs> um, but I mean, I'm I'm like, like that was like, hard. <laughs> but
1: I, I mean more like coming from childhood, not oh, like, like the
0: serious stuff, serious pain, serious trauma. Even the ones that tell me, and it's hard to get it out of some people. Believe it or not, uh probably about thirty to forty percent. Yeah. And, and then, and then some fine. it's kind of like self manifested trauma where it's like and this is what they feel even worse about like their life wasn't that bad but whatever it was like not managing a business right or not uh transitioning out of being an athlete right or whatever it is that they start drinking they start not uh keeping score of their mind of their happiness and then they're like, oh fuck like i'm really fucking depressed every day and i have kids yeah. Not that I don't yeah. want them, but they have to fucking deal with this guy. shit i can't tell anyone yeah, et cetera
1: it's crazy because it doesn't matter where you come from right it re- like of course there's on certain level it does, but overall, I mean it doesn't matter so much where you come from or where you well, are this might be hard to
0: believe, I'm pretty rough around the edges, so generally pretty masculine or. I guess, tough men, uh, whatever you want to see that as. Generally, I I work with those kind of men. Also, why I don't work with women. uh, Or, I mean, let's say someone that had it relatively easy, still has it easy, um, but just doesn't want to do anything, would not last five minutes working with me. Yeah.
1: Dan, what you just said about masculinity, right? It's actually a guy this week reached out to me and he asked me about masculinity. And just, just like you said it now, it popped in my head. What do you think of masculine energy and feminine energy between men?
0: I was about to wrap this up and ride on my motorcycle like the fucking big dog that I am, but trying to answer this quick as I can. I think there's this, the same thing about being white. There's this thing that you're supposed to be ashamed about being white. There's this thing that you're supposed to be ashamed about being masculine. Like when the wolves come knocking on your door, whether I actually mean wolves or people, or maybe just, uh, I don't know, maybe there's a fucking leak in the roof from the rain. I don't know. Like you want a man around like to do shit, fix the roof, scare the wolves away, like do manly shit. Like that's kind of what nature designed. Can't really make a better design than that's pretty good setup. <laughs> so I don't think there's anything wrong with being a fucking man. Yeah. What's got lost though, or what we've mixed it up with is that having a, having a fair go, everyone has equal rights. So uh, I, I wanna do manly shit. No, you fucking don't. I tell you what, no, you fucking don't. Some of the things that I've, I, I've had to do and even still do, no, you don't. But yeah. me being a masculine man, I'm able to deal with it. Masculinity is not toxic. Masculine it's I'm not, I listen to fucking Celine Dion, I dance with my cats. <laughs> as yeah. masculine as I am, like I'm still like a normal, oh, actually I'm not a normal person. Uh, i'm not not every expression of that word that you would think of so there's nothing wrong with being masculine but we've been made to think that there is but also as a man you don't have to have a beard you don't have to have tattoos you don't have to uh be the fucking big dog like being responsible taking care of your family and keeping the wolves away whatever way that means that's masculine that's a man and that has nothing to do with anything that uh, I just referenced.
1: Yeah. But you just said that, that you know, because I, I love your personality. I love how you're, you're such a masculine man and, I should, you know, yeah. I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I personally think I'm a very masculine man. But the fact that you can go around in Hello Kitty, you know, t-shirt and dance around with Celine Dion, it just shows how connected you are to your feminine side which I think is very, very positive because I'm also connected to my feminine side.
0: What's feminine about that t-shirt, man? That's pretty, that's offensive.
1: (laughs) No, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) But as far as I learned that, and I'm not sure if you know this, science, biology has shown us that men and women, we actually have the same amount of masculinity and feminism in us. It's just how we live our lives. We're either connected to more, to one, or the other. But if a man is able to be a masculine by nature, but connect with his feminine side, that makes you twice as powerful man. What
0: about as you're you not saying?
1: Just... I think that's an episode for another topic.
0: Mm. Well, a man is a man, <laughs> a woman is a woman. I want to just end it on that one. Mess that up. Kids are mixed up as it is these days. Holy shit. <laughs> Az, I'm glad I put you on the hot seat today. How did you meet your wife? How uncomfortable was that? That was a good one. I like. I like them. Keep rolling them in.
1: It's never nothing that makes me feel uncomfortable.
0: What's the trading scene like at the moment? Uh, there's cycles in everything, isn't there? There's ups and there's downs and. Uh, The guys in the dfp what are you guys talking about how you do it and i love the guys they love me but like you need fucking brass balls like to do anything that no one else is doing or to do anything that no one else is doing and doing it well you need fucking brass balls because you're gonna get hit in the fucking face no matter what like it's it's part of it not just boxing but It's just a a metaphorical understanding. Like, you're going to get hit in the fucking face. until you learn to put your hands up and do it properly. But believe it or not, some people don't like, I didn't, I never thought I would eventually say, I don't mind getting hit in the face. Obviously, you want to correct the errors and you want to fix your shit up. But that's the thing. Like, we're getting hit in the fucking face every now and again. As you mentioned to me over this weekend. But the thing men don't realise they're getting hit in the fucking face every day, but it's just at such a pussy level that like give me stuff hitting you Yeah. What are you gonna do about it? Nothing. Like that's your life. Oh, I hate Monday. What are you gonna do about it? Nothing. You can shut up. <laughs> like it, when you start doing things that you love and have risk, like if you get hit fucking phone and you're like, I'm not doing that again.
1: Yeah, yeah this, exactly.
0: You'll do it every fucking day. I mean, I mean, it's
1: it sounds like you're with your partner. Just kind of haven't. Well, know. you
0: possibly <laughs> ruined one of the greatest fucking metaphors I've ever delivered, but <laughs> Hey, I guess I can't put that on Instagram now. <laughs> That's, that your
1: metaphor made so much sense, but I think also my metaphor made a lot of sense. This is going hey, out to hey, all it, the.
0: But it does remind me of a young me. I would have said that. I'm
1: like, you know what it does sound
0: like? <laughs> what man?
1: <laughs> this is going out to all the men watching this, guys. Thank you for tuning in. As always, Supreme Man BFP, keeping it real,
0: keeping it live. In all realness, brother, well, I've got you on the record. I am incredibly challenging to talk to. I'm intense. I'm masculine. I can be a bit of a dick. I know all that, and I accept it. So, yeah, mad respect to you for wanting to actually do these consistently because, as most people tell you, a bit of a dick. But, I mean, I'm doing this out of the goodness of my heart, too. So, take what you want. I'll see you on the next one, brother.
1: Talk to you soon, brother.